Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And on this week's episode, we will be talking wine, romance books, and get ready for it, House of Sky and Breath. I think that's what I'm most excited to talk about. Yeah, I know. I can't wait to get there. But we promise we will give a heads up when we start talking about it so that we don't spoil anything for you. No spoilers. Nope. Um, first and foremost, we would like to thank our listeners. We had such a good response. We had great feedback from so many people, and we are so happy about it. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. We also want to... um. Give a shout out to our husbands who've been super supportive through the whole process. You know, this is a lot to take on. Um, so their support is. has been amazing. We also want to give a huge, huge shout out to Angel from That Strange Show. Um, if you're into horror comedy podcasts, go check them out. Um, he really helped us get started on the technology aspect of really yeah, starting this give podcast. us a lot of good tips and a, a lot of great tips because you know two moms just trying to start out just loving to read and we're like hey let's start a podcast but we had no clue where to start no nope. so he really really helped us so thank you and again if you want to follow them it's at that strange show yes um we also did a giveaway yes. right yes um so our winner will be getting that book soon with a little, a little special surprise in it. Just something, excited. Yep, just a little something, something to go along with the book. Um, we hope you enjoy it. So congrats um, to you. Yes. Yes. Um, so let's get started. So <laughs> we had talked about wanting to um, showcase a wine or two or even just like some kind of cocktail mm -hmm, on the episodes so we actually have two this time um the one i am drinking today is from echo hill orchard here in western massachusetts it's called simply apple goblin grog pumpkin wine Ooh. i have never had it so <laughs> any wine that we or any drink that we're going to drink on the episodes, we will not have tasted prior to this. So you are getting our first reactions to yes. it. Wow, so I'm reaction. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and taste the Simply Apple wine, and I will let you know what it's like. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. Oh, I actually so really like it. <laughs> so it tastes like fall. Aww. It tastes like a good apple cider drink okay um it actually doesn't really taste like wine mm. yeah and it's kind of it's almost like juice it's almost like apple cider so mm. i'm actually really happy because i was <laughs> nervous about it um so yeah it was really good thanks echo hill orchard <laughs> so i'm actually gonna be trying an alcohol removed wine seeing as i'm pregnant so can't consume alcohol um this is Frey. it's a california um, it's from California, Moscato, and I'm going to be trying it for the first time. Jenny made a face when she tasted it because mm -hmm. because I couldn't believe that there was wines with no alcohol on it. So, so I had to that. try it. So I was like, does it taste like wine? Can you taste alcohol? And she was like, no, but she kind of made a face. So I'm kind of skeptical. It does not taste like alcohol. It does not taste like wine. So I'm excited for her to react. 
It's not bad. Oh, really? Okay, so no. I, I freaking hated it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Frey, the brand. I'm so, so sorry, but I did not like it. I, It tasted really bad to me. It doesn't really taste like anything, though, for it to, like... Well, I'm... Okay, good. I guess good for you. Good like, for there's you. a sweetness to it. I can't really... Okay. It just tastes sweet. I really want to say what it tasted like to me, but I don't I because think it's really what, bad. Oh, okay. I was going to say our listeners would probably really want your... My honest your opinion. Your honest okay, opinion, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> so I'm going to say it then. Okay, you asked go. for it. I felt like it tasted like what chicken water would taste like. Chicken water? Yes. I don't Jenny. know. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Chicken water. I, I don't know why, but the first thing that came to mind was this tastes like if I boiled chicken and drank the water. What? I, I have no. No, not at all. Okay. It's sweet. It's so, actually really good. Clearly, my taste is off. You also had a lemon cake prior to tasting it. Maybe that has messed up messed up your like taste buds. Because That's honestly, true. it just tastes sweet. Maybe I won't eat before we do this. Yeah. From now on. I, I I enjoyed it. So, Frey, this awesome. Moscato from California, I'm liking it. It's sweet. Um, doesn't taste like alcohol, which is great. Yes. <laughs> it's not supposed to. You know, they have a red wine, too. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. But this was this wasn't bad. Oh, you had me, good. like, scared. I'm so sorry. I'm about to pour <laughs> a little bit more because okay, I had a little, little taste. And it was like... <laughs> I don't know, like juice, I guess. I don't Good. know. Uh, well, I'm glad we both enjoyed both of our wine and non-alcoholic wine yes. today. Any that recommendations? A- don't for, um don't forget to just uh, comment on our podcast and let yes. us know some Please. recommendations because I actually really enjoyed this one. Good. Bad. Bad. Yeah, you can comment. Chicken water. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I regret that I said that. Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> hey, honest review. Sorry. Yes, it was my honest opinion. That was the first thing that I tasted when I tried it out, and that was me being a good friend, trying to taste the wine to make sure there was no alcohol in it. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I'll welcome. make sure. Hopefully, next time the it doesn't remind you of chicken water. I hope not. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. All right. So, because it's the month of February, we really wanted to talk a little bit about love and romances and some books maybe we read, you know, recently that really stuck out to us and we really Mm -hmm. want to talk about. Um, I'll go first. One of the books that really popped up in my mind that I wanted to share was It Ends With Us with um, by Colleen Hoover. So it's a book that I did read during our January TBR um, recommendations, and it's some it's a book that really stuck out to me. I wouldn't really consider it a romance. Um, it is a romance, but I don't know. I don't put it in the genre of romance just because mm-hmm. of how triggering it can be. Oh. Because it does um, speak on, you know, domestic violence and toxic kind of romances or relationships that you won't really put in a romance genre i don't know so lots of trigger warnings yes a lot of trigger warnings um that i wasn't expecting but it just it had like a lot of raw emotions some real um character development you know it's about a story you know the main character's name is lily bloom 
and she's in the midst of really like discovering herself and sorting out what she wants to do with her life and starting a business. And here comes, you know, this man named Riley who's uh up and coming surgeon and like their romance, but really it's it's not the you you wanna love them together, but mm-hmm. there's just aspects of their relationship that you're just like, Yeah, I'm not gonna put up with that kind it's of triggered, thing. Triggered, yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Um <laughs> and these this particular relationship she she's in triggers memories of her father who was abusive to you know her mother mm-hmm. and it also brings up memories of her first love who I love Atlas um so all these memories come up and she's wrote letters to Atlas um I, I really want people to read the story I don't want to give too much away mm-hmm. um but it's it's something that I feel like everyone should read. I think, you know, it really goes into what are your limits that you're willing to put up with within a relationship? You know, what is it that you're just like, no, that's that's not something I'm going to, you know, put up with. And So you were frustrated throughout the whole book, I, was, I bet. <sighs> towards that middle ending, because you're thinking this is a romance book, you yeah. know? And then... He kind of flips the script on her, and it's kind of crazy. I and you're just it. and you're just like, and you're making excuses for him. Okay. Oh. Yes. I don't like that. I don't like I it don't either. Like it. But you do, you do kind of like you're, you're, she's coming into her own, but you're on that journey with her. Okay. So you can't really predict what's gonna happen within the story. And I, I think that was the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. And while she's going through these emotions and you're hearing how she's feeling, but he's also stating why he does the things he does, you're literally making excuses and you're understanding kind of why she stays during that first bad encounter that they have or, you know, fight or whatever. And you're just like, what? That's I I guess I will try give a second chance, you know? <laughs> oh my god. Yes. yes, but then obviously there are certain things where you're just like, no, like leave him. Yeah. Like, no, but it was, you know, a lot of my um some of my other friends have read it and they were just like they were triggered by it and it yeah. brought up some things and I guess <laughs> the month of love and this is the book that I'm recommending or like but it's it's just I don't know it's something that really resonated with me mm-hmm. and like I just I think about it a lot for some reason it was just one of those books where you want to hate it but you kind of have to it teaches you kind of like a lesson at mm-hmm. the end too and I love the ending I love that the title of the story or the title of this novel is within the ending of the story. Okay. Um, because it's about breaking cycles at well as well. So it ends with us kind of thing, and I'll let you think what that means okay. to you. But um, I yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. depressing yeah. for a romance in the month of February, but it's something I had to share. It's just Jenny's getting yeah. like, girl, so, wait, crazy. wait. So is. I, she just announced the next book. Are you going to read that next book? Oh, it starts with us? Yes. Is, that, is that the second? Because I, I don't I, read Colleen Hoover all that much. Right, I read right. two books. So, yeah, she is doing, like, I guess <clears throat> the prequel. 
school to oh, this. Oh, okay. So it's not an extension. At least from my gathering, it's it starts with us, and it's about you know Lily and her first love Atlas. Got it. Okay. So I guess it's their story because so many people were like, I want to know more about their mm. their love kind of thing. And me, I'm I'm okay with what she put in those letters about him, and you know how the book ends. I don't need more from it. Oh, interesting. I feel like I feel like it's gonna take away from the characters. Then, but even Atlas, because you said you kind of uh, yeah, I love Atlas. Him. Yeah, but what if but it, like but what if what I if it ruins it? Yeah, for you? what yes. if it ruins okay. the right. vision I, I had of him? You know, I get it. I like that we just got little glimpses of him, okay. and then obviously he comes into her her you know present life at some point. Mm-hmm. Can I don't want to get the story away? To the to me, it, who cares? It, Spoil it. No, <laughs> it's just, it's. Just, a raw book. Okay. It leaves you raw and kind of yeah. like like knowing what you want in a relationship. And I guess that's the romance mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Knowing what you want and knowing your worth in a relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be a happy ending. But just knowing who you are. Okay. I feel like that. Right. That's how I, I, I okay. got That's how I felt. Oh <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Okay, so that leads to my pick of the month for February, Hooked. I am not a huge romance reader. I like my fantasy, the faker the better. The faker the better. <laughs> um, so I picked Hooked. It's a dark contemporary romance. It's about Peter Pan and Hook, but it's not what you would think because it's not a retelling. It's not a fantasy. It's just a contemporary romance. More like an urban fantasy or... okay urban romance type of thing um so it's set in massachusetts because we're in massachusetts mm-hmm. um Look so plugging in our state I everywhere know, right? you go the right. wine last Please. week <laughs> <laughs> so basically hook is this badass drug lord he helps run drugs through massachusetts from elsewhere um he has a dark past in the sense that his family has died or was murdered he doesn't really know at this time um so he was taken in by his uncle who was super abusive so fast forward to adulthood he owns a bar he works for this guy um who we meet throughout the book who basically runs drugs and hook is kills people and mm-hmm. beats people up you know that kind of nonsense so he meets wendy she walks into his bar one day of and she see he sees this beautiful chick he doesn't know who she is but eventually he figures out that her dad is peter pan oh. but his name is not peter pan it's mm-hmm. just peter, peter. so okay. in that's what you have to kind of take from it. You have to shut your mind off from the Peter Pan fairy tale. Mm-hmm. You just have to think about it as it's just their names and kind okay. of their personalities. Okay. So he meets Wendy and he's like, well, fuck. I hate Peter. I want to kill him. He's my nemesis. So mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck his daughter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so basically. Poor he, Wendy. <laughs> I Being you. She's. So, okay, she's not all that innocent. Okay. So, she comes off as a super innocent college girl. She has a little brother, and she wants to take care of him because Peter, her dad, is never around. Her mom is dead. 
So she meets Hook and she's like, fuck, he's hot. Mm-hmm. And they get together and... Does Wendy know that Peter and Hook don't no. get along? Oh, She has okay. no idea. So... Peter is rich. Mm-hmm. Her family is rich. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want anyone to know that because eventually when she meets people, they're like, oh, they I change just... on her. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So she reveals nothing of her family and she starts to date Hook. His real name is James, obviously, you know, James Hook. Mm-hmm. And he basically eventually falls in love with her. Of course. Yes, but in the back of his mind, he hates Peter so much. So he's struggling with, do I date her and love her, or do does my hate for Peter overtake that? Okay. So he's struggling the entire mm-hmm. book with this. But man, is it spicy. It's steamy. <laughs> he, like, does things to her that is like, whoop. <laughs> so don't let anyone read over your shoulder oh it's one um, of those yes it's one of those um that when someone comes over to you like oh what are you reading like, oh, no go away go away that actually happened once to me oh while my reading god that's the book. worst i yeah. hate i hate when people come and they, they see me reading and they're like oh what are you reading i'm like mm, i can't really i'm reading porn <laughs> no so i mean it's a super short book and you can fly through it if you're a quick reader. So basically at one point throughout the book, Hook real or Hook thinks that Wendy is actually working with her dad. He kidnaps her. He ties her up. Oh my god, what happens in that scene when he ties her up? <laughs> I'm you, oh my now. god, I wish you guys could see Jenny's face. Her face is getting red. She's covering yeah. her eyes. Okay, so Spicy. lots of th- yes, lots of things happen. Eventually, um it's a H E A, so it's a happy ending mm-hmm. overall. But it's a such a good book. There's a lot of trigger warnings, so if you're not into like the whole graphic sexual scenes, look at us. There's non-conventional mm-hmm. romances that we're recommending. Like we're oh happy endings, love, fantasy. This is a happy ending, <laughs> but it's not good throughout Out it. The- like there's so mm-hmm. many like things that you're like, oh, would I ever let like mm-hmm. somebody kidnapped you? Exactly. I mean, would you let them do things to you? No. Like, and she just no. like. That reveled in it, like, oh, just take me. (laughs) I guess that's her thing. Wendy is a freak. (laughs) Yeah, so please read the trigger warnings because there are tons for this book. And the author actually does a really good job on her website um, labeling the trigger warnings. Okay, that's awesome. She does. And I really like that because you don't want to read something and then eventually realize something and Mm -hmm. it triggers something in you, which isn't cool. Yeah. So I really like that. Um, The author, Emily McIntyre, does that with all of her books. That's awesome. there. Yeah. Yeah. We like authors that kind of like let you know what to expect a little bit. So you're not there being depressed Mm -hmm. after or having to see someone after because it's bringing up all these crazy memories you didn't want to think about. Yeah. Like I'm... Clearly not endorsing things that happen in this book, but it's a fun read. Um, so yes, please read the trigger warnings. All right. All right. So let's talk about the lie. Oh my god. So, so still no spoilers. Yep. So okay. we are going into the Crescent City realm. 
But right now, we're not going to be doing any spoilers. We're actually going to be talking about Sarah J. Mass's uh, live that wasn't a live. Yeah. It was pre-recorded. Um, I, I wasn't aware that it was going to be pre-recorded. Apparently, in the chat, people were saying, oh, it did... It was advertised as pre-recorded. I, I I must have just seen the big live logo and just thought automatically it was live. I didn't know. It was I mean, if it says live, it should be live. I totally agree. I was really, really um, disappointed that it wasn't. I was just expecting these live things. I get it. She was pregnant and um, her due date was actually the same day as her live mm-hmm. event. So that's why she had it pre-recorded the week before. But I don't know. I feel like something should have been said. Because like I said, it was advertised as a live book tour kind of thing. Yeah, I was expecting to be able to comment questions Mm -hmm. that I had. Because if you listened to our last episode, Mm -hmm. we had a lot of questions. Yes, we did. We did. So so that was a little disappointing. Um, me and Jenny went back and forth, like, we should have gotten, like, a little, like, something extra for it being pre-recorded. You know, we're getting these tour edition books. It would have been nice if the tour editions came signed or with, like, a little note or something. Just because, you know, you just, you did pay for a live event, but it really wasn't. It was pre-recorded. Again, people are saying that it, I don't know. In the chat, they were saying that. It happened before. Or it happened like before. That. Or well, we don't know about that, but this but yeah. time we know. But um, some of the things that she kept mentioning was this like epic ending, and yes. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yes. I can. I, the whole time I, I was reading the book, I was just like, "I have to get to the end. I have yeah. to get to the end. I Same. have to get to the end." Like, what is happening? She kept saying it was like a mic drop and like, you're not going to expect it. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I was thinking someone's going to die or something. Yes. Um, again, no spoilers, but that was just something that she kept saying was that the ending, the ending, the ending. Um, in her life, she talked a lot about like the different style of writing. Um, you know, the host asked her, you know, what was her style? And she was just saying that. You know, are you someone who plots everything out or is it more of like a spur of the moment, whatever comes to mind? And she said that she was a little bit of both um, during the live. She also mentioned how she was a party girl in college. She did mention that. Um, I thought that was really cool that she said that and brought that in to the live um, because it made her a little bit more real to us yeah. and more relatable. And, you know, she said some of the the way that Bryce kind of party kind of related to her. So like yeah. throughout some of the book, I'm just like, okay, which, which part was real? Yeah. Which <laughs> part was Sarah? What did what you was, do? What were you doing? Oh my God. Was, was that she? you in the back? I know. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. Is that the the club? Girl, yes. get it. <laughs> Someone that was like a lion. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So just little things. And like I said, she, she mentioned how she was, um, pregnant and that's why she pre-recorded everything Mm -hmm. and then during her um book release day she showed her baby girl which was really 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 cute um but yeah she said that she is working on book three Mm -hmm. oh well after her maternity leave she's going to be working on book three yes so she's putting you know backseat to akatar i think it's what book 
So it would be book six. I'm really disappointed because I really wanted book six to come out before book three of Crescent City. Same, same. I and especially with her getting this like huge um, show deal where Mm -hmm. Akatar is going to be coming to Hulu. I'm like the series isn't Mm -hmm. even done yet, and it's just like right. It kind of giving me um. Game of Thrones vibes, yes. where they started the series, the series wasn't ending, wasn't, mm-hmm. hadn't ended yet, so they kind of, I feel like, made their own ending for Right, it's Game a situation where you don't want it to be like, okay, so the director's trying to make the ending of this book, right. when really we, what the readers want is the author's Authors to make the mm-hmm. ending or to make the story, the plot, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and then the director to follow up on that. We exactly. don't want it the other way exactly. around. When you're a reader, you want the author's right. opinion. So that's why I'm like, okay, yes, I want Crescent City 3. Yes, I do want yes. it. Yes. I wholeheartedly want <gasps> it. Especially the way it looks ended. But I also want my Akatar right. to, like, right. I want... Uh, ending. I, think, I want like Azriel. I want oh, you know, right? I know, and I think people forget that because it's been so. For me, it's been super recent because I just read Avatar mm-hmm. maybe three, four months ago. Mm-hmm. For everyone else who has been a fan of Sarah J. Mass for a long time, mm-hmm. they've read it maybe a year or two ago. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe they're forgetting that. You know, they really want right, it. Yeah. No, we really, really want yeah, this. And then Crescent City can take a little bit of a back seat mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. Akhtar is done. Like, yeah. finish Akhtar. But who are we to question Sarah J. Mass? Because exactly. she's actually pretty freaking genius. Yeah, she her world building and just, like, her no. characters are just oh amazing. They're absolutely amazing. So, girl, do what you gotta do, yeah. I guess. But, you know, internally, I was, like, hoping that she would say Avatar, <laughs> no. you know. She already has everything, Swerve. No. everything set for it, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's working on Crescent City 3, which yes. I know it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. So, her live kind of ended with a game, which I thought oh, would God. be good for us to do before <laughs> we go into the spoilers of Crescent City. I'm going to need wine for this, so I will be pouring some wine. So, the game is Kiss, Kill, Marry. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the main love interest of all three of her series, Throne of Glass, it was Rowan. For Akatar, it was Lisanne. And for Crescent City, it's Hunt. Okay. Who would you kiss, kill, marry? I want to kill you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think she wanted to kill her host for even asking that question. This is hard because I I love every love interest in all of her books. Same. Same. So, because we don't want to spoil anything yet, we're not going to say why we picked what we picked or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We're just going to give names. Yep. So... Kiss, kill, marry. Let's see. Who are you kissing? <laughs> All right. I think I would kiss Hunt. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, Hunt. Okay, Hunt. Okay. I would marry Rissand mm-hmm. because I would want him forever. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
kill Rowan, but I really don't want to kill him, but I would kill him. Oh my Yes, I would. Okay. I know. I'm not going to judge. It's so I'm bad. I'm not going to judge. So I would kiss. <laughs> it's okay. That's how you feel. <laughs> so I would kiss Resan. I would marry Rowan, and oh I will kill God. Hunt. Wow. That is my, okay. Kiss, kill, marry. Okay. I, I just, the first two are like the love of my lives. I can't, I can't kill them. Hunt is fairly yeah. new for me, you know? Okay. So that's why, mm. oh, we said we wouldn't get reasons. I'm sorry. But yeah, that's my kiss, kill, marry. Can I change my answers? <laughs> no, no. Okay, no, no, no. You're I love I did kill him. I killed him. I killed him. Oh my God, he was my first love. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't. He was my first love. All and right. Here comes I'm over Hunt. it. I'm here over comes it. Hunt coming in. Boo. <laughs> I'm done. Done with this game. All right. So. All right. This is it. This Ball. is yes. If you have not read Crescent City two, or you do not want to hear any of the spoilers, just stop listening, please. Because we're about to get into some shit. Yes, like this we will book, spoil. This book was a book. <laughs> I Mind have, you, it just came out on Tuesday. Yes, and we read eight hundred plus page, yeah. pages. In four days. Yes. Four yes. days, people. That is a lot. It, it was it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> to say that it was a lot of information, too. Like, this was... Yeah. This was... Because it wasn't just Bryce and Hunt's mm-hmm. point of views. It was so many different point of views within right. one book. Yeah. And I think we felt about this... We felt like this in the first book, where, like, the first few chapters... You get so much information, and you would think that the second book is not like that, but it is. And you would think the second book would kind of tie into the first one, and no. This left me with even more more questions. questions. Yes. It did not answer any of our questions we had last week. Maybe one question or two, if that. But we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So again, so again. Please, if you we don't want to spoil anything for you. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to listen, thank you for listening thus far. Yes. We love you. Thank yes. you for your support. And come back. Yes. Please come please back. Please come back. Okay. okay. So <laughs> let me give a quick little synopsis of yes. it and then we'll get into it. So this House of Sky and Breath, it focuses on the rebellion as a whole. Mm-hmm. So we know in the first book, um, the humans were kind of trying to rebel we learn about um, the fallen angels that rebelled way back in the day, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But they were that kind of helped the humans. Yes, they did. So this the one, they they're not you know looked as as you know important important because no. they have no powers. They're human yeah. beings. Like they're they have- lowers. They mm-hmm. they're nothing because they have no powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is just the rebellion as a whole. Yes. We have a lot of people afraid to be part of it because. It's the law. If you're part of a rebellion, you're going to get executed. So, and not um, nicely. No, right in front of people in the middle of like a, the a town, town square. Yes. Imagine you just driving down downtown and you see dead bodies. Yeah, that's and, and it happens in this book. Yeah, so it's city see. life, and yes. people just take pictures and keep 
going about their day, which I find kind of weird. But considering I'm No, that is kind of weird. <laughs> um, so, yes, it's based off the rebellion. And nobody wants to get involved, but essentially people get involved anyway. Um, it centers around um, this new character, Sophie, that we meet. She's something called a Thunderbird, which is supposedly this huge and powerful yep. being. Um, or oh, veneer. More of her. I know. Mm-hmm. I really wanted more of her. Um, so it's centered around her and her brother, who people think are Thunderbirds. Um, they basically um, end up killing Sophie because Sophie goes into like this death camp to save her brother. And they kill Sophie because they realize that she has intel on the Asteri. The Asteri are the all-powerful beings. They're the law. Yeah, they're They're the the law. Everyone answers to them. Think of Um, Volturi for Twilight. (laughs) I wouldn't know because I didn't read Twilight. (laughs) Um, So there's seven Asteri. Right now there's six. There's one empty seat. But everyone answers to them. So... Sophie has intel on them that could destroy them. So they destroy her. They basically murder her. Mm-hmm. Um, or we think they murder her, that kind of thing. The Asteri um, hire, I don't, the Hind. It was a Hind, right? The Hind yes. murder. Yeah, so they, they brought her on a boat. They drowned her. And that is it. That's all we hear about Sophie. So the entire book is Bryce and Hunt with all of their friends. Rune... Declan, uh, Declan, mm-hmm. um, Therian, mm-hmm. and then we meet someone new, Cormac. Cormac? That's his yes, name, Cormac. right? Cormac. Mm-hmm. And At least that's how I pronounce it. I think it's Cormac, yeah. <laughs> They're all basically trying to find Sophie. Sophie and, and her, her brother, brother. Emil. Because name. like you said, they have this gift of the Thunderbird yeah. that supposedly was wiped out, mm-hmm. supposedly, and here it is. There's two. There's two of them. There's two of them. Yeah. So, throughout the book, you basically feel different feelings for all of Bryce's friends. Because yes. everyone has a different reason for trying to find Sophie Yes, they, they all have their own agenda. Yes. Even though it's all about, okay, we have to save, you know, this kid. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we don't know if Sophie's really dead. You know, right. behind through her into the ocean. Right. We don't know what happened to her, mm. but she's the Thunderbird, so she may have survived it. Yes. Um, and they all have their own separate agendas on why they Therian just wants to get out of his the River Queen. The yeah. River Queen. She so enchantment, the, the River like. Queen wants mm-hmm. Sophie or Emil dead or alive. Yeah. She said she didn't really care what mm-hmm. she what they were, but she's forcing Therian mm-hmm. to find them. Yeah. But Therian doesn't really care. He no. just wants to find them to get away from her. Yeah, he just wants the, a reason to just not be mm-hmm. near his queen, basically. Yeah. I was kind of like, sketched out about him. I I really liked him in the first book. I and did too. And then this like, one, mm-hmm. yes, I agree. You're I like agree. out for yourself right now. And, that, and that's exact. he's kind of selfish. Yeah. He definitely was out for himself this time around. With Bryce, she's just seeing... This is like a 12, 13-year-old kid yeah. that people are willing to kill for right. just to get his power. And she's just like, he's a child. Right. She just wants to protect him. She had the most, like, honest, mm-hmm. genuine, like, mm-hmm. I want to get him away from the Asteri mm-hmm. type of finding right. him. Everyone and else was like, 
alchemy is even Cormac like he yeah. only did it because he loves Sophie Sophie and that was his reason was okay if Sophie is dead I need to protect her brother but I also feel like he would have used him for the rebellion um mm-hmm. as well which right. no right, he's a child so Cormac Mm-hmm. We learn is Agent Silverbow. Yes, he is in love with Sophie. We learn that in like the Colton prologue. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ends up finding Rune and Bryce at some point in the book, mm-hmm. and he is actually Rune's cousin. cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, so he. I'm telling you, folks, <laughs> like this book, it's like <laughs> jaw dropping each yes. and every turn. <laughs> so he went. He's he's cousins with. Rune and technically cousins with Bryce, if you kind of see it that Rune? way. Yeah, but not well. No, blood related because it's through his father, right? Or is it his it, mother? Is it his mother's? Okay, oh, it's so, his mother's yes, side. You're it's right. His mother's right, side. Right. So he's Sorry, not related folks. to Bryce. <laughs> um, he's related to Rune. So he is betrothed to, to Bryce, Bryce. Yeah, because of the Autumn King. Yep, so Bryce's and Rune's dad decide, Mm -hmm. how can I ruin Bryce's life? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I'm just going to, because he is king of the Fae, and his, you know. Only cares about power. Yes, only cares about power, and he doesn't really like Bryce, we know that. So he was just like, how can I ruin my daughter's life? Oh yeah, let me... (laughs) Let me get her married. Let, Let me her, marry her off to her cousin. Her, <laughs> for breeding purposes. Exactly, yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. He's the worst. So I honestly thought he had like a hidden, like a, like a resand kind of yes, like. I remember you said that character last week. development yes, where yes. I felt like he was being mean. Mm-hmm. So the people would be scared of him to protect his children. Right. But then you learn more about how Rune was grown grew up with the Autumn King and right. how he abused yeah. him. Yeah, he is truly the worst person in so this So it's like, book. no, mm-hmm. you're no resand in my eyes. Sorry. Absolutely not. No. No. So, um, so Cormac ends up kind of weaseling his way into the group. Oh, yeah? All the friends and everything, mm-hmm. and they decide they want to find Sophie and Emil and everything. Like we said, they all have their own agendas. So Bryce... Um, has her own things. She's coming up with different schemes that we don't know about until they actually happen. Um, we learn in the beginning of the book that Bryson hunts because this book takes place like what three, four months three after, or four months the, last after one. the last one. Yeah. So they felt like they were taking things too fast, so they try to slow it down. Slow down their romance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that lasts like a whole two seconds. Yeah. I think they lasted um, one more month of, like, so, <laughs> intense staring and flirtation before exactly. they dived into... Not yeah. only were they, like, really into each other, so that just... That shit wasn't gonna work. Yeah. But I feel like Cormac coming into it and him being betrothed to Bryce... Kind of lit a fire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of pushed her even more unfair to hunt, but what? I mean, Hunt still got what he wanted. He did. Let's, let's he not even. <laughs> let's not um, go there. <laughs> so another thing that um, happens kind of in the beginning of the book was Ethan. 
Ooh. So Ethan in the first book was mad at Bryce for hooking up with some guy at the bar while his dad was or his, his brother, brother was being murdered. murdered. Yeah. So in this one, Sabine, the prime, not the prime, she's the alpha mm-hmm. wolf. Pretty much got rid of Would him. Would it be like prime apparent? Or yeah, something that's like what that? it is. Prime mm-hmm. apparent. She got rid of him because he supported Bryce and he helped her in the end of the last book. So they dropped him off at her house, pretty much bloody and beat up. Um, so he's part of the whole gang and everything now. And he actually became like the real MVP for me. Really? He did. Yeah, Ethan. Not my favorite character, but he, I felt like, did a lot to help Bryce. Yeah. And all the other things that we'll get to mm-hmm. um, later on here. Um, I get people you, it's a ton of different characters and and she does like but she did such a good job of like putting them all together yes. in this book oh my god because even though it was like multiple point of views mm-hmm. their stories all intertwined with exactly. each other so like the plot really really flowed you weren't really getting confused no not, at all. All the characters. not like the first time around where you had to read the first few chapters yeah. multiple mm-hmm. times this mm-hmm. one was like okay i know who you are yes what's your line what's mm-hmm. your story mm-hmm. um so ethan basically gets kicked out of his pack he joins bryce's little gang and helps therian a lot with Trying to find Sophie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually he moves into Rune, Flynn and Declan's house. And I can know. I say, I'm obsessed with this little boy band. Yes. I'm kind of upset that um, Sarah hasn't made, like, a group name. I know. Like, the, the Cadre for Throne of Glass, with, yeah. which was, you know, their little clique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for Akatar with Resan and all the characters, it was the Inner Circle. Yeah. Where's the Where's, where's the name for they this group? They need one. And they're so but I love funny. That, I love that you have the Fae Boys and Ethan as the boy band. <laughs> I think that should be their name. It should be a boy band. <laughs> I really like it. They have a lot of good banter, and mm-hmm. they, like, just mess with each other a lot. I really like them. Mm-hmm. They're my favorites. Rune is my favorite, by the way. I <laughs> wonder why. He's so cute. <laughs> I really like him a lot. Or though. how about that connection towards the end of the book? Yep. Okay. Well, oh, my God. I there. just got sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> before we get there. I'm before sweaty. we get there. Okay. All right. So... Eventually, there are two archangels that have to replace the two archangels that died Died. in the last Mm -hmm. book, the first one. Um, So, Sandriel and Micah, they were both killed, one by Bryce and one by Hunt. Bye. Bye. So, we have now Ephraim. Ephraim? Mm -hmm. And Ephraim? I don't know. He starts with an E, guys. (laughs) And Celestina and... Celestina is in charge now of Crescent City. Yes. So she brings her own triari with her, and he brings his own triari with him. Which is basically like bodyguards, like right. high end bodyguards. What Hunt and Victoria and oh, Justinian. Yes, Justinian were to Micah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other two are dead now. Yes. And Hunt is the only one alive. Oh, and Isaiah was part of that too. Oh. And Naomi. Okay. 
So Celestina brings her own to Crescent City. And obviously everybody's worried. They're trying to figure her out. Is she good? Is she going to be just as bad as Micah? Um, so she brings the Hellhound. Hellhound? Hellhound. <laughs> Too much wine. <laughs> um, his name is Baxian. And the Hound, mm -hmm. Pollux. Yep. Hans hates Pollux. Hates? He hates he everyone. Him. The moment he sees <laughs> this man, he fights him. Yes. He hates him. Pollux is a piece of shit. So even though I was excited that he was there, like I was like, shit, like what's gonna happen now? Mm -hmm. What is Pollux gonna do? Mm -hmm. Because he was he just doesn't fucking care. He it's just about killing people. Killing people. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. And he's bloodlust. Like he loves yes. killing people mm -hmm. and scaring people and that's just his vibe right <laughs> so then the other archangel Ephraim 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 or Ephraim something like so that so he's the archangel of Pangera yes and he is now betrothed to Celestina mm -hmm. and he brings his own triari the Hind and Mordak which have their own little like and um, the hearts the harpy harpy mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. um so what do you think about that? Cause so there's a lot to say about yes. those. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so Ephraim or Ephraim, yeah, he he's definitely bad. Like I don't think he's a douchebag. He's bad Whatever. if he has the hind. Mm -hmm. He has Pollux. No, Pollux is now with Celestina. Yeah, he had the hind. He had Mordok. Mordok. Harpy. Harpy and hind, which are like the top three the besides. Worst. Pollux, mm -hmm. like the top three worst right. mercenary killer. But like, is it his choice? We don't know that. We don't really, I nah, feel like I we like don't know. Vibe. I know. I don't like his vibe. I know. And even Celestina, she she's on my. So I, I feel like Celestina is just looking out for herself and her little love bug. Love bug. Mm -hmm. Please say who it is. Okay, so. Backstory: Rune is got engaged in book one. Yes. To Hypoxia, who right? Hypoxia. Hypoxia. That's what I said. Hypoxia. I look at these names. I can't. It's a lot. But, but she's you, if you read it, you know what we're mm -hmm. talking about. Um. So they're engaged. Mm -hmm. Let me just say that closet scene. My mouth dropped. <laughs> I'm sorry oh to be jumpy shit here, but... Who cares? Okay, okay. <laughs> so there's a scene where there is, like, a mating ball yes. between Celestina and Ephraim, who are mated now, and so there's, a like, starry a... Said, yes. hey, Celestina, you're getting married. Yep. Give us another archangel baby, basically. Yep. So they had to make a, um, like, a celebration or whatever, and... Celestina disappeared. Hypaxia disappeared. Bryce wants to go and do her fuck thing. Hunt. <laughs> so they go into some closet and find Hypaxia and Celestina together. Yes, yep. Ruse. Soon to be wife. Yes. Yeah. And the Archangel. Yeah. They're in love. So it's kind of an awkward moment, and they're just like, well, what do we do about this? Basically. 
Mm-hmm. Do we walk away? What do we say? So basically... Celestina was ready to kill both of them. Yeah, so Celestina was, like, giving them dead eyes. Like, mm-hmm. I will kill you right now if you say anything. Yeah, this is my um, woman. So and Hypaxia, throughout the book, has become a good friend to Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn she they meet up together. They actually have tea together, which is, like, such a cute scene. Mm-hmm. Um because Bryce is like, oh, I want to get to know her. I have no other friends. Mm-hmm. Let's get together. And they become friends. And now she sees her friend, who is her brother's betrothed, yes. in a room with her lover, Celestina, mm-hmm. which I think is super cute. And yes. I did not expect that. I, I didn't see it. I, like I said, my because, and, okay, backtracking a, a little bit with the rebellion room mm-hmm. is now part of the rebellion and he's my he okay so <laughs> what Celise is talking about now I have a prediction or I had a prediction in my mind okay the moment that Cormac said I need you to contact this person because you're a telepath now mm-hmm. so we know this so, so before you go into that, with the rebellion, they, um, Sophie was their link. Remember? She yes. Was, she was yes. the one who connected the rebellion to, uh, what do you call, like a traitor, like, what do you call those people? Oh, oh because she was going, <laughs> she had contact within, um, the Astari, basically. Mm. She was their contact. Yes. So they yes, had yes, a traitor. Yes, right. among- there was a traitor in the Astari. Yes. So Sophie had that contact. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. So Cormac was- knew this, mm-hmm. but he didn't know who the person was. He just knew that it was Someone. some agent mm-hmm. called Daybright. Mm-hmm. So he gave Rune some kind of stone, stone. or crystal that he can contact this traitor whoever mm-hmm. this person was so rune did this and he meets daybright yes oh my god so i, I think they were on the same okay way. so daybright and him kind of connect and they're like okay we need to pass messages to each other can we really trust each other mm-hmm. and they realize okay we can trust each other mm-hmm. this is what we're passing along let's not get connected mm-hmm. We just have to do our job. They were just mind links, basically. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, it's literally like sitting down Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, this is my information. Be done. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. They were just mind links, send information to each other. And in the process, (laughs) of course, they start liking each other. Okay, So, so... my my theory was that Celestina oh. was um daybreak. Oh, see, no. And I thought oh. that because when her and um hypoxia or yeah were in the closet together yeah. and Celestina got upset, she like glowed or something. But then I was just like, then that doesn't make sense because she's in love with hypoxia. So she's not going to be in love with Rune. So then I was just like, who could it be? So I'm not going to scoop my own horn. You knew it was the high? I fucking knew it was the high. And I I'll tell you why. I didn't know that until way later. I'll tell you why I knew it. Not in the beginning. I didn't know in the beginning. 
like, I was like, oh my God, who is this person? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think back to Crescent City 1. If there mm-hmm. was anyone we met that we didn't really know about, mm-hmm. the moment I knew who it was, was when they were talking and she got taken away. Yes. And she had someone forced her to Forcer. have sex with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I knew for every being of my soul that, that it was, was the hind mm-hmm. i knew it was the hind yeah i was like oh my god at this first is the hind. i thought it was celestina because the first time she got taken away i thought it was because ephraim or ephraim Ooh. maybe he because okay, remember they were that. they were mating mm-hmm. they're supposed to be making a baby so i was thinking right. oh, okay He's taking advantage of the situation, but she kind of has to go with it because if she doesn't, mm-hmm. the story will just come after her. She don't want to die. But then when that whole closet situation, I was like, well, then it can't be her. It can't be her. She, so then yeah, it wasn't else. until the second time where she got taken out roughly. And oh, okay. I was just like, could that be? The hind? Yeah. And Pollux? Like, throughout the whole time, the hind, even though she was described as being this ruthless monster, Mm -hmm. even in the beginning with Sophie, Mm -hmm. they asked her, can we just torture her? We'll get it out of her. Mm -hmm. She was just like, no, I don't have time Time for this. Just kill her. Mm -hmm. That was weird in itself because Mm -hmm. we know know that the hellhound... Mm -hmm. The Hind, the Harpy, all of those people were all ruthless monsters, even from Crescent City 1. So I found that weird, but I didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. And then when this happened and she was taken away and was forced to have sex with someone and Rune couldn't see who, Mm -hmm. that I I knew it was her in my heart. Mm -hmm. I knew it was, and I was so freaking excited. Mm -hmm. (gasps) I know. I love Rune so much, and I'm so happy about this. But we'll you see. know they're mates, right? I'm sure they're mates. No. Um, but they, she they, kind of, she kind of even the put way in the he book, like he said described it like the uh, like a stone. Yeah, like or whatever. he was mad at her mm-hmm. for being who she was, mm-hmm. basically. But he still felt like he wanted to protect, protect her. her. Yeah, even in the end, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Even and, in the end, when things were happening, he yeah. was just like, "I want to protect her. Like even no one though, should be touching her." Mm-hmm. Oh my, oh god. my god. I fucking yes, love yes, yes. Okay, so let's see, where does that bring us? So that brings us to the end. Let's well, they, talk they, about Rune. Before, 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 there's like so many. I have questions and I, I wanna see if you think oh my god. the same things. So the Viper Queen and Theory. Oh, okay. Do you think the Viper Queen is a Vlag? Because remember, so we haven't mentioned this part. Okay. But we find out in this book that the story is not, well, they're siphoning mm-hmm. people's magic to stay right. alive. Right, right, right. And they're doing this through the drop because when you do the drop to become immortal, you have to give a, a little piece of your power to the drop. Right. Without them knowing that power is what's keeping the Astari alive. Mm-hmm. Also, when you die, your soul gets taken into the gates that is also feeding the Astari. Hmm. So we also find out that the Astari have been conquering different realms and planets for eons. 
right. and have been taking some of these people to Midgard as basically cattle. Yeah, it's to a stay. breeding planet. Mm-hmm. It's a breeding planet. It's cattle for their power. So if they're taking different fae and creatures from different realms, could it be possible that they've gotten a black? And I only say that because of Therian's situation with drinking her blood, and now he feels like he's on a leash to her. And she can call him whenever. Like, if she gives him something to do, like, I want you to go jump off a bridge, he's going to go do it. Yeah, and there was some point at the end where he could hear her. He could feel her talking to him, like, do this and get back to Mm -hmm. me, like, right now. Mm -hmm. Even when he was... Over in Pangera yes. with the whole group and everything, she was like, "Get to me right, right now. now. Get into the water mm-hmm. and then come back to me." Which is crazy. So oh could it be God. she could be a black? I didn't think about that. Oh, I like that. That's good. Good job. And then now we can get to the end because now I have some questions okay, about. So let's get to this end scene. So at the very the mic end, drop. yes. Um, at the very end. Bryce and the whole group. So Bryce, Hunt, and Rune um, end up in Pangera. And so do Therian and Cormac, but they're, like, in a different section. Yeah. They're, like, a few miles away. Trying to be the distraction. Yeah. So long story short, unfortunately, something happens to Cormac. That was my second. Did he do a, uh, what is it, yieldling? I'm shocked. Because I'm shocked. (laughs) Exactly. Because they say that it blows up, like, within him. So either he had a bomb strapped to himself. Okay. Or he yielded. I need more wine. And for those of you who've never read Throne of Glass, a yielding is something that witches do. They siphon all their power and their last kind of like energy blast is killing themselves during battle. And I feel like he did that. So just a side note, Solis and I have not talked about this book. Mm-hmm. We agreed that we would not talk about this book. We would read it and we would just let everything out. Mm-hmm. So I am so happy that we're doing this right now. <laughs> and sorry because- if we seem like so scattered because it's just like we literally just finished this book yesterday. Well, Jenny well, finished, I finished at 6.30 a.m. And I finished, <laughs> I want to say, like a couple hours ago. So like a lot of these feelings and emotions are still really, really raw. So yes. we haven't even had a chance to like really put things down on paper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, did he do that? Does he, is he a descendant from witches mm-hmm. and fae mixed together? Right, right, right. And that's why he's able to do that. Right. I'm curious as to how. He did it because right. they don't say they don't if it was a bomb or something. They just say Therian just says it was a bright light. Yeah. So Therian actually. So Cormac told him to run, get away. Mm-hmm. Therian goes away, and all of a sudden he sees this like bomb, like this explosion. So yeah, we don't really know what happens to him, mm-hmm. and we meet the Asteri mm-hmm. while. Everyone's in Pangera. Yes. Regulus? 
That's Regulus, his name? Regulus. Yeah. Don't know his name. Anyway, Regulus <laughs> <laughs> mentioned something about two different types of fae. Yes. Mm-hmm. So could he be a different type of fae, a descendant of fae and mm-hmm. witches? We don't really been, know. They've been, they've been going to different planets and conquering them and taking right. their children. And this is and what Bryce bring. finds out. Mm-hmm. Right, so this is what Bryce and that was Danica's big secret, and that was Sophie's big secret. This secret Mm -hmm. that they said would bring the Astari down was that they were taking the power from the people of Midgard and using it to keep themselves alive. And they've been doing this for thousands Thousands and thousands of years. Yes. And breeding them in the process because even Riglu, whatever. Rigulous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how to say he it. He was Rigulous. saying how there were two different fae. Yeah. And one were the usual fae that we know with powers. And then there were the shapeshifter fae. Yes. And they made them not like each other because the way they were breeding them, they're only breeding them so that they can shift into wolf's forms. Right. So that's why they don't, the wolves don't like the fae is because they're like. It's almost like they're all descendants of fae. Of some that's kind. Yes. Yeah. Because even um, he said the mer people were mm-hmm. descendants of Might the fae. Might have been fae. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, They've been breeding them for like forever oh. and making sure only certain traits carried on. Mm-hmm. And that's how they've kind of been controlling the people because no one's really unified. Everyone's part of their own kind of house. Right. They they all hate every other kind of house. Exactly. They're all labeled in some kind of way. Because so, because when you're <clears throat> when you've been thinking you're a wolf your whole life and they're like, Oh no, you're Faye. You're a descendant right. of Faye. Who's gonna really believe but, that? Right, because nobody really thinks about it like they're all shifters. No matter mm-hmm. what it is, they're mm-hmm. shifters. Mm-hmm. So they can look like humans, but they're going to shift into something else. Mm-hmm. Whether it's wolf, myrrh, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But And when I found out that they were like shifter fey, I was like, that's like Tamlin. Yeah. You know? And it's like all these Be- descendants. So I didn't, I didn't think about that at all because of the situation I was in when I was reading. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to blow through it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about that at all, mm-hmm. but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So Bryce finally gets to the archives at the Asteri place in Pangera, and Hunt and Rune are with her, and they get captured. Yes. Um. So they're now standing before the Asteri, still one throne unoccupied. Mm-hmm. So that is an unanswered question from Crescent City One. No, it's unoccupied because one of the... Hell, uh, one of the princess from Hell ate. He's a star yeah, but eater. why haven't they replaced them? Oh, yeah, like there's still no replacement, so they've only kept six seats. And sure. I have a theory. Okay, but I hold on. Okay. <laughs> so they're all there. Um, and basically, Bryce knows that, or feels like she's just gonna die. Like, she has to do something where she's going to die or Rune and Hunt are going to die, right? She has to save them. Her brother and her mate. Yeah, so it's going to be one or the other, her or them. And 
Hunt feels the same way. He's basically says, this is the last time I'm going to see my mate, which um, I was a puddle on the floor <laughs> for a whole five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to keep reading, but I had to. Mm-hmm. So he, she, they, he allows, Regulus allows her to say goodbye to them. Stupid. Yes. So If you're going to kill them, kill them. Kill them. Because if you're going to give them a chance to say goodbye okay. and think they're just going to say goodbye and not yes. try to figure something out, mm-hmm. you're stupid. I have a question about something okay. about that. Okay. So remind me. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, when it gets to that point, they plan because Rune can um, speak to them in their minds. He's a telepath. So there's like a whole thing that they do and they decide to finally escape or let Bryce escape, right? Yes, only so Bryce. Bryce mm-hmm. can escape and they're going to be captured, whatever. So Bryce escapes into this gate mm-hmm. and Rune and Hunt are left behind. Which she doesn't want to do, but she knows the only way to save to. them is by leaving them mm-hmm. to get help. Exactly. So, there's one point, I don't know, maybe I missed it, I don't know, but Bryce hugged Rune, and she felt something drop into her pocket. Yes. What was that? It's the stone, the communication stone. Okay. That he used with, to get contact okay, with perfect. Daybreak. Okay, so that... It's either that stone, or the white stone that you put in water to get To the communicate with, with the, the murk. murk right? Yeah. Okay, so... But I really think it's the communication one. Okay, so hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping that's it, because mm-hmm. I was thinking it was the communication one. I so, think it's the communication But it was 6.30 in the morning when I was reading this, <laughs> and I was, like, dead. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully that's it, but nothing else comes of it at mm-hmm. this point, right? At this point, no. Okay, so then... Um, she escapes, Hunt is, becomes a slave, a slave again, again, because regular That broke my heart. Yes. I think he would have rather them take his wings, mm-hmm. die, killed him, before he was a slave again. Yeah. And the fact that they say, like, his <laughs> war or his cry oh was so bad, and even... What is it? Braxian started hyperventilating yeah. because he knew he was gonna get the was, throne crown. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, no. So we didn't mention this, but Braxian, the Hellhound. Yes, we mentioned it way in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Celestina's Triari. Mm-hmm. He's actually a rebel. Yes. So he was actually trying to get in there. We We're didn't. Not just we, I don't know. So we didn't mention this. I totally <laughs> forgot about him. <laughs> yes. So. He is a hellhound. Hunt hated him mm-hmm. in the beginning because he was part of the whole Triari mm-hmm. Pollocks and the Hind and all of that. They were stuff. just, he was just evil. So we, we find, find out. out. What did we find out, Celise? <laughs> oh my God. That he was Danica's mate. Yes. Or Danica, sorry. Danica. Danica. How, sorry. He is Danica's mate. We, I can't believe we forgot about that because. My heart shattered into pieces yes. when he, only he had said two it. Two years with her. Two years, and, and it not wasn't even a consistent. Full years. No, no, consistent. it was like what every other month mm-hmm. or something on a random day. Yeah, I couldn't <sighs> believe it. Like they mentioned nothing of her being away or whatever. Like I, I had not. no. So I knew 
eventually he was gonna be a good guy because of the way he he kept like looking at Hunt mm-hmm. and like how he was able to get basically like a family. He was and trying Hunt, to be friends with him. Yeah. And Hunt was just like, no. Like, like yo, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so then when he saves them and he's he's <sighs> He saved them like Quite a few times. Yes, actually. and he had the tattoo on his chest. He did the tattoo on his chest. He said, "With through love, love all is possible. possible." And it was something she said all the like, time. Like I was on the puddle in New York. Yes, like, yes, I was done. I'm telling you, this book put me through it. Yeah, because all the twists. That was something that was super unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like I did not suspect not that at all. That was something. So good. Mm-hmm. At least with, like, the Han situation and Rune, like, as you read, you were kind of connecting dots and stuff. And yeah. you were just like, oh, okay, it's pro- it probably is the Han. And then when you find out it is the Han, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But that threw me way yeah. off. Yeah. Nobody, nobody made any type of connection that Danica had made mm-hmm. already. And the I fact know. that she was able to hide that because, you know, right. when you mate with someone, <clears throat> your scents intertwine with each other. And people can smell it. Like, yeah. other wolves can mm-hmm. smell it. Other waves, uh, bays can smell mm-hmm. it. Like, so the fact that she was able she to... hit it. And he was able to hide it. Yeah. I really like that a lot. She did a good job with that. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Bryce finally gets away. She mm-hmm. makes it to the gate with the help help of Hunt mm-hmm. who distracts Regulus. Mm-hmm. So she thinks she's going to hell. Yes. Because in hell she finds out that they they the Asteri. The, they hate the Asteri. Yes. And they knew what the Asteri were up to when it came to taking people's powers to yes. stay alive. Yes. And back in the day they rebelled with other fae and humans to try mm-hmm. to overthrow the Asteri, but then they wound up losing. So she's like, I gotta go back to hell because they don't like the Asteri. The Asteri have my mate and my brother. I need an army. Mm-hmm. And hell has kept telling her that they had an army for her. And right. she just wait. Well, them. I mean, like, if somebody told you, say, um, hell, do you want to part with us? Partner with us, like that's true that's to true. fight a war. No, I feel like hell <laughs> gets you. a bad rep, you know. So yes, in this like, book and in real life, and yes. in real life, like there's like I like Hades and Persephone <laughs> and like that kind of kind of like you know mythology kind of thing, and it's just like hey, I think it's the, I think it's the villains that get a bad rep mm-hmm. when you true story exactly exactly right. they just look scary and act right. scary but really they're like teddy bears and like are they houseleys are they <laughs> even though they rip freaking even <laughs> neck out but that's that's something totally it's a different, different type of hell but yes so yeah. she's trying to go through this gate mm-hmm. get to hell to raise an army to raise an army because she knows she's gonna need it yeah I'm, like, trying to hold my smile in. But does like, she get to hell, Jenny? Does she, though? Does she because go to hell? Because it's all green, and there's, like, cut lawn, and there's a city. And there's a man oh my who comes. God. Fuck my life. Comes 
And he is like, stay right there, woman. Wait. He doesn't really say that. But his hands, did you get that part, are scarred. And that was my first, first. I'm going to cry. Did you get that connection? No, I didn't what? get the connection until they were in the house. What? And she was describing this person as like this stoic, like, he showed no emotion. Like, he, Girl. no matter what she said to him. Hazel eyes. I know. I should have known. Listen. When I tell you, I'm getting, I'm getting too excited because <laughs> I was just like, it cannot be. It cannot be my baby. <laughs> I love him so much. It cannot. Okay. okay so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so, okay. So she ends up in this place. Mm-hmm. She sees this greenery. She sees a city. And she's like, oh my God, what kind of like. Things are these. Yeah. She sees this shape. She's like, how? Like, I didn't know hell had grass. Right. <laughs> so then somebody like kind of shoves her with their feet. And she's like, she sees this guy standing there. This tall guy. Kind of brown skin mm-hmm. and scars. Mm-hmm. And, and so, wings that yes. look like demon wings. They're like so leather wings. Leather so they're wings. not like hunts where they're feathers. Mm-hmm. Um, And she's trying to talk to him, but he does not know her language. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they had they she's can't like, communicate. No. She's like, hell, 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 I need to mm-hmm. see Adis. Adis, yeah. And he motions to her to put this blindfold on eventually. Mm-hmm. He takes her and flies away into this home. Mm-hmm. I'm getting giddy talking about it. <laughs> so they go into this home and she's still trying to communicate with him. She's like, Adis, Adis, please, I need to get to the Prince of Chasm, Prince of the Pit, whoever it is. Take me to a prince. Like, I need to speak to someone. And he still can't understand her. So then other people walk in. Other I can't even talk about it. Because I'm, like, trying to, like, jump out of my skin. So other people walk in. She sees, um, they're, like, talking to each other. And she still can't understand them. And then she talks to, she speaks in the old language. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically that means that she kind of went back so this is that i don't really understand the timeline is iffy for me so i don't know if they all within the same timeline but Mm -hmm. different realms so like their histories all a a little bit different or did she go back in time right for the simple fact that well there's two she sees amarin and oh. thinks of Fury. And that's exact. Okay, so before this happened, mm-hmm. Fury to me, because we don't know anything about Fury. Nothing. We still, in the first, in the first episode, we talked about Fury, that we have no idea who she is. And we, we want no it, idea And we were hoping from. in book two, yes. it would answer some questions. So Fury, to me, reminds you of her? Reminds me of Amrin mm-hmm. and I spoke to somebody about this last mm-hmm. night who read the books mm-hmm. but has not finished Crescent City One. Mm-hmm. I told her, I said, "So Fury reminds me of Amrin. Mm-hmm. She looks like who we describe her as, whatever." Mm-hmm. And the moment she described her in this book, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my God, Fury! Yeah, like who is she? Is she a descendant, or is she, or I'm- is this woman a descendant of Fury?" Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, we're here. Okay. So when Am, so, you know, everyone's coming in. Mm-hmm. She sees Amran. 
automatically thinks of Fury, starts talking to her, and Amran is shocked. She doesn't get shocked. shocked. No, she has no emotion she ever. She's a badass. Like she's like, shocked. I will kill you if you look at me yeah. a certain way. And everyone looks at her like, why does she have this huge, crazy reaction? So wait a second. Mm-hmm. So Amran, mm-hmm. I don't. If you're listening, mm-hmm. if you have not read Akatar, please read it. Please read it because we're talking about a character in. Well, multiple Court characters. of Thorns and Roses. So we're going to talk about multiple oh, characters. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, Amryn is a character there, and she's this badass female who, like, is some type of assassin type thing. Mm-hmm. And she is just, like, the second of the leader in one of the courts. Yes. But anyway. Second command for the court. Exactly. We're not going to get too into it because if you haven't read Akatar, I am sorry for you. Yeah, because but we're spoiling. Th- yeah, because so. this, this this connection, this, you guys don't understand where she landed. Yeah. She's in Valeris. Valeris. The one place that every Sarah J. Mass fan wants to be. Yeah. She is freaking yes. in Valeris with mm-hmm. the inner circle. Yes. The inner fucking circle. Like... Bryce, how did you get there, girl? Lucky ass bitch. <laughs> so anyway, she's and you there. Got carried by Asriel. Asriel. <laughs> like the You're one person who shows no emotion that every girl was like, I love you. Something. Like, give me something. So okay, yeah. he carried her in. She's talking to Amran now mm-hmm. in the old language. Mm-hmm. Amran is shocked, and she's like, "Wait." No one has spoken this language in over 15,000 15, years, years. Mm-hmm. right? So, I don't even know where it goes from there. So, so. then, guess who comes in <sighs> with paint splattered on her pants and a white blouse? Farah. Yeah. Again, if you haven't read Akatar, you're going to need to. Yes, please. So, if she walks in, who walks in after her? Because nobody walks in alone when you're Farah. Nope. Feyre always has an entourage, and his name is Resan. Whoop whoop. <laughs> and so she starts talking to him because she says he looks just like Room. Yes. Yeah, so the moment Resan walks in the room after Feyre, Bryce says Room. Room. So clearly that means that Rune is somehow related and to Resan. This is how I've been connecting the dots. So I think they have to be descendants of them. Okay. And so then you think Valeris is like way back in the day. I think so. Okay. All right. Only because they don't have the technology of things. Um, That's true. They're speaking in the old Fey language where Bryce says that she learned currently because she was Fey. So that was a language. So her that, mother was forcing her to learn. Yes. Old, old Fae language. language. Yes. At some point. Yes. yes. Okay. Because, you know, they have old books and galleries. So this is all old history. Yes. And so it has to be that they're descendants. And it makes sense because Resan can winnow. Yes, he can. That means teleport, people. Teleport. <laughs> he has the Damati. 
Demati. Yeah, Demati. Which, which is the telepathy, yeah. which is being able to mind speak. And that is something Rune can do. Yeah, he can. I fucking love Rune. <laughs> so it's like, if... And then Cormac can winnow, and he was a descendant on... No, because... Now I'm trying to make the connections to how... Oh, so, she can only do it because she gets energy, and that's what... Exactly. Okay. So I I think, because mm-hmm. I didn't make that connection that you did, but mm-hmm. now I'm like, holy shit, mm-hmm. yes, you're right. Rune's mom, mm-hmm. he... I don't... I can't remember. Is Cormac related to his dad or his mom? Because I feel like, he, I feel like he said his mom was from Avalyn. I, so it's so Cormac. Cormac. So it has to be on the mother's side. Yeah, so I, is, that can only mean which, that that's where it's from. Yes, and he says he gets his shadows from his mother. Yes, which Rissand can create shadows. shadows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to pee. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I mean. So he has to be a descendant because he has all these qualities yeah, 100%, of Rissand. Yes. And the fact that... The first thing Bryce sees is his brother in his face. That means, you yes. know, they say after a while, you, you kind of start looking like, you know, yeah, the people before you. Mind so, you, Bryce is not related to Rune's mom. Right. Bryce has her own mother mm-hmm. who is a human. Mm-hmm. Her only, like, veneer family is from her dad, yes. who is a fae, mm-hmm. the Autumn King. Mm-hmm. So that's their only connection to Rune and um, Bryce is the Autumn King. Oh, yes. so, but Rune's mother is from Alavin. Yes. Who is connected to Cormac. Yes. Who Can we're it? now thinking now mm-hmm. that is connected to Rissan. Yes. That could possibly. Fuck my life. Fuck my fucking life. Either, either the mom is connected to Rissan and not necessarily Cormac because then Cormac can actually become, can come from, um, uh, what it, oh my God, where is, Elaine, oh Aelin? Aelin's oh. realm. Oh, I didn't even think because of that. Because yield, the yielding. I didn't if even Corm- think that. If Cormac okay. can yield, which is blow himself up with okay. the last bit of his power, okay. then he has to be from that part. Maybe. You know? I, I, know. I mean, it could be. Know. Who knows? Because they're all intertwined. They're taking people from everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But then the star, the star on her... um. Chess, that's how she was able to get there because they said that the her scar mm-hmm. was how they were gonna get back to. Oh my god! Oh, oh yes, you're right because Cormac. Oh, so Cormac went to the Oracle mm-hmm. as well as Bryce and Rune and all them who went to the Oracle when they were like thirteen. He said that the Oracle had told him that he was going to meet. Or be intertwined with someone who had, had a star, star on your chest. And that was going to change things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Regis, whatever his Regu- name is. Regu- oh. That guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> oh he's, he told Bryce that he was going to use her to get back to the Fey land that they originated yes. from through that stop star because that star was basically like the navigation to that world. 
You are 100% right. So if that's true, then they were taking people from Valeris for that. that so I wonder if, like, remember how they had a war before mm-hmm. Feyre, even, like, before her story even happened in Akatar? Mm-hmm. They had a war before that. So I wonder if that was then because the Asteri were mad. They wanted to get back and say, I want, they said, I want revenge mm-hmm. on the people who took all of those people right. that we couldn't siphon off of. And now we had to create this planet, Midgard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to siphon and breed people. Yes. So I wonder if it was right before Feyre had started. Mm-hmm. But this is the crazy part because even Amarin is older than Valeris and that world. Remember, she fell into that. She she wasn't part of Akatar's world. She fell in from yeah, a different you're realm. Right, you're right, you're right. Through the rift. Yeah. So it's like so many gates are that's open and people are falling through places. So maybe that's why Sarah J. Mass is like, well, I'm not doing an Akatar yet. I need to do Crescent City 3 mm-hmm. before I get to Akatar. Because even in Throne of Glass, you see Crescent City when freaking... This chick is falling through the skies, that's through true. all the rooms. And that's why mm-hmm. Rhysand started digging into, mm-hmm. you know, uh, realms and different worlds. And he had the planetariums and stuff, which made me think of astron- the astronomer. He had it. And Bryce's dad, he had it. Yep. So there. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the questions we had last episode. Mm-hmm. Why was he like holding on to this astronomy stuff, and mm-hmm. why was he using Rune to try to like turn this astronomy power on? Mm-hmm. And we had no idea why. And then with recent, like this isn't his second time. This is his second time seeing someone from out of this world. Yes. So he knew that yep. there were people out there. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely gonna help her. Right. Is he going to teach her how to mist? Ooh, how to so. just blow people up? He's going to teach her a lot. I think so. But now so. she's there. Like, how is she going to get back? Like, and her horn is tattooed with his powers. That's true. But she couldn't use so but then she couldn't. But then she couldn't use it. Remember, she said she tried to hone into her powers. Yeah, but by herself. Mm. But she it, was always using Hunt's power to, like, magnify right, what but, she had. But remember the... The hell princess were telling her, have you tried using your the horn tattoo? And that's what he hit. He didn't hit her star when she felt was thinking she True. fell into hell. So he activated her horn. Yeah. Her horn tattoo. Yes, it's a lot. It's a whole lot. And then I also have no one mentioned Hunt's father. Nope. Throughout this whole book. Nope. It was like book one, yeah, we spoke about his father. But they did mention that he was breeded or something. Oh, yeah. By the Asteri. Yes. What does that mean? They took his mother and had her mate with some random person? I mean, I wouldn't put it past them if they're forcing, like, Celestina and Ephraim. But I don't think it was just a random person. No. Because remember Danica's father, Mordok, when he smelled Hunt? He said, you smell different. Oh, no. Oh, that would be so shitty. He said, you smell different. That would be shitty. 
And the oracle said the same thing. You are you smell you're something that I thought was the oster from far away or something. But so with that, I I don't know. Like I still feel like there's something bigger with Hunt because Adis. Mm-hmm. Remember he called his scar the mm-hmm. the or the slave mark the black crown. Mm-hmm. There's something there's something up with that. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but I feel like Hunt is like, more important than Like, is he a descendant of somebody from hell I, or something? So, I might be stupid mm-hmm. in saying this, but I feel like he might be some kind of descendant or something to have to do with that seventh seat in the Wisteri. Mm. I don't know why, but that's what keeps bringing my mind back to. I don't know. But that stuck out to me when hmm. he... I didn't even think of that. When Mordok was like, you smell different yeah like what are you you're not you don't smell like other angels i've smelled before yeah what does that mean right and along with that jessica jessica knows who hunt's father is they didn't really talk about jessica in this book no. she came up a few times mm-hmm. but she wasn't really important no. in this book at all at all she she was there here yeah and there she give- provided information so That's where is she? It. What is she doing? Right, exactly. Where's her library now? Mm-hmm. Where's this big human civilization library? Yeah, That's, I know. That's what I had highlighted. Jezebel, where is where she? Where is she? Um, along with Jezebel, I know we talked about this a lot of times. Sahaba. Okay, now I'm feeling maybe she is alive in some kind of way. Is she? I don't know. Because when... Oh my god, we didn't even think about there's so much Okay, so Ethan mm-hmm. so Ethan, Bryce, and Therian mm-hmm. went at some point to an astronomer mm-hmm. who kind of keeps mystics as slaves. Mm-hmm. And we don't know who these mystics are. Mm-mm. Eventually we find out that one of the mystics is a wolf. A wolf. Which is an alpha wolf. Mm-hmm. But mystics are kind of like Kind of like if you ever seen the movie Minority Report, do you remember how they had those like people inside the water and they would tell the future or something? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the mystics kind of reminded me of. Okay. Um. So you know they were like the oracles. So Ethan and Bryce and Therian went to the astronomer to kind of get answers about um Ethan's brother Connor. Right. Because right. they had just found out that their souls. Um, get taken into the. It's like the second light or something, and then yeah, they just light. get like eaten mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're so they souls. just they're yeah. gone mm-hmm. forever. So basically, a big fat lie. These theory mm-hmm. made it seem like if you go, if you die, you go to hell. They decide whether or not you are worthy of being in the bone quarter or mm-hmm. something like that. And you stay there, but we can, the people with life can worship you and talk to you mm-hmm. and whatever. So that's a big fat lie. Yeah. Um, they find out that the Asteri and the people in hell, like the princes or mm-hmm. whatever, in the deep depths of the pit, can eat your soul souls and mm-hmm. you're done. You're gone and forever. Po- and get whatever power you have left. Yeah. So at this point, Ethan's like, that's fucked up. My brother's there. The whole bad the pack is there and i don't want that to be their um eternity yeah i want them to live i want them to hear me when i pray for them blah 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 
So he's For trying to figure that out. Yep. Um, so he goes back to the astronomer to save this wolf that is a mystic who was basically sold to the astronomer when she, she was, was four, four years old. Mm-hmm. So he went back there and he figures out that she's a alpha wolf. Alpha wolf. And before he goes there, he goes to the prime of the wolves and um, the prime tells him, well, that's a Fendir heir. Yep. Which is an, um, a relative of Danica. Yes. Which means that Sabin, Sabin? Sabine. Sabine. That's what it is. Isn't, isn't the heir. Isn't the heir or the only heir. Right. Basically. Right, right. So, yeah. I think they mentioned something about Sabine having a, a older brother. brother mm-hmm. Which, if she has an older brother, then obviously in, like, King's terms, you know that the older sibling has rights to the heir. Mm-hmm. And their kids have rights to the heir before yes. the lesser siblings. So, which means that if the older brother was the heir, their child would be the heir. Mm-hmm. Which means that this mystic would be the heir before Sabine yes. who is a bitch. Yeah, I hate her. Nobody likes her. Nope. Everyone hates her. Even Danica, her own daughter, hated her. Which is crazy. So Danica didn't even have like a mom or mm-hmm. dad, you know? Nope. It's oh my god, we never mentioned Danica's fa- who Danica's father was. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> okay, so Danica's father Mordock. Mordock. Who is part of the Triari of Ephraim's yep. um, Triari. Mm-hmm. So he's not in Crescent City. He's in Pantera. Yes. So we find out a little bit about his history when um, and it's nothing Ethan. Good. No, nothing good. He is just a straight up asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan kind of mentions him at some point when he runs into him at some point in an alley. Um, he's really not that important, I don't think. Right? Um... I guess the only importance he has is his nose because he's oh, able to. Right. Um, he's a bloodhound. He's a bloodhound who can basically tell your lineage, like lineage, lineage, lineage. lineage. Yes. Yeah. So whatever powers you have, or like um, any uh, what type of veneer you yes. are, or your family history, yeah. even mm-hmm. which you know. Say your dad stepped out on your mom and you have a <laughs> sister out there. Where you can... So the bloodhound is a DNA test. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he has a really good nose. Which, now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it, so Danica 100% knew who mm-hmm. Bryce was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before Bryce knew who she and, was. Or, and knew her brother when they yeah, first met. She true. knew right away. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, I wonder what she would have said if she met Hunt. Ooh. You know, because her dad is like, oh, you smell different. Yes, because um, we still don't know who Hunt's dad is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, she was friends with Fury as well because mm-hmm. they were like this group of four women. Yeah, we don't know who Fury is, mm-hmm. but Danica, Danica knew who yeah. Fury was, yeah. or had some kind of inkling of where she came mm-hmm. from, which could have like. Like, made her go into the history of it. Because she was a history major mm-hmm. at Crescent City University. Mm-hmm. So, that could have, like, started all of this. Basically. Nonsense. Oh, my God. <laughs> of information. We know this is a super long 
history yes. of Crescent City, but, but it was a lot. It was a lot was. of information, and mm-hmm. this isn't even like everything. No, this it's book not. was so good. It had a good plot, a good storyline. Mm-hmm. It had multiple, you know, point of views, which yeah. usually I don't really like because it kind of could get confusing. But this was just so good. Yes. This really, I, I, I couldn't put it down. And I hated that I had to work because <laughs> I just wanted to keep Same. reading and reading Same. it and just like, binge it we all. We really wanted to get it done before, like, yes. it just was like, all right, we heard about it, whatever. Mm-hmm. We wanted to get it done because we and loved Crescent City. Yes, we did love it. And the moment this came out, we knew we needed to talk about it right away, but it was such a big book. Mm-hmm. With a lot of information, mm-hmm. so we just had to get it done. And these are our authentic, real questions, yeah. reactions. Yeah. So bear with us if it was kind of all over the place and crazy, mm-hmm. but it was just like really, we literally just finished reading it and we just had to share our thoughts on it. It was absolutely amazing. How would you rate it? Oh, God. All right. So we, um, Oh, God. <laughs> I think I'm going to go. So we talked about ratings. Mm-hmm. We feel like um, we, so many people rate things differently. Yes. You know, we have Goodreads. We have Amazon. We have Barnes. We mm-hmm. have everything that rates things a different way. But when you put a number on something, it's so difficult to mm-hmm. just say, oh, whatever. This is a two or this is a three. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when we decided, so Lisa and I decided to rate this in wines. Yeah. Because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So be it. A five is a bottle of wine. A full right? bottle of wine. You would drink that whole thing in one sitting. I'm going to give it a bottle of wine. You are. I am. Only because wow. not. I'm upset that not a lot of my questions were answered mm-hmm. from Crescent City 1. I'm going to think about this book. Yes. For weeks and yep. weeks and weeks. I'm right? definitely going to reread it and pick it apart again. Because yes. these are just like initial reactions from just the first read. But there's probably from things. four days. Yeah. This is, there's probably so many hidden little gem, gems mm-hmm. that we just didn't know. Mind you, I read the Kindle edition mm-hmm. because my book just got to my home Same. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I only bought the Barnes & Noble edition. Edition, the mm-hmm. exclusive edition from Barnes and Noble. I did get the um the live edition tour, the book the tour, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a physical copy in my hand. Mm-hmm. I only had the Kindle edition, which is super basic. Mm-hmm. There are other other editions with runes, runes. Uh, point like, of view. Yeah, right? um, runes bonus scene. There was also the Bryson Hunt. Bonus scene, and there's the Therian. Okay, so neither of us have read that. No, none of us. None of them. None of them. Mm -hmm. So, from the most basic edition, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a whole fucking bottle of wine. And I kind of, this is crazy because, you know, you hear people giving like full reviews, five-star reviews, Mm -hmm. and, and people are like, that's insane, I would never do that. But I would have to agree. I have to give this... A full <laughs> bottle Good. of wine. Perfect. Drink up. I, I'm pouring a bottle of wine just so you know, because I'm almost done with mine. <laughs> but it was honestly that good of a book. It yes. left me, my 
my jaw on the floor, excited, wanting more. Right. I think if a book does that to you, you have to give it all its credit. You, you do. do. You do. If it's going to leave you going back to read it mm -hmm. again, pick it yeah. apart, put you on an emotional roller coaster. Yes. Why give not? credit where it's due. And exactly. I feel like this book was definitely a full bottle. Yeah. I have to say awesome. it was a full, full bottle. Yes. And you know that mm -hmm. I was going to give up Akatar. You were. I was going to give up Akatar. And I hate the overhypeness of books. Mm -hmm. But honestly, if it's due, it's due. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I can't deny that. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I really did. And I'm kind of happy that I have, like, multiple copies of it. Because if it was not that good, I was really going to be no. beside myself. And I'm so happy I do because it was worth it. It was yeah. worth every single penny. Yeah. I only have two copies, two physical copies, but I did get the ebook and the audiobook. Yes. So I can listen on the way to work. Oh, it, it's like it takes me five fucking minutes to get to work, mm -hmm. but I have to listen to it. <laughs> You're like, I can't put it to work. <laughs> yes. So I only have two physical copies, so I can't wait to read um, the other um, point of views like Rune and Bryce and Hunt mm -hmm. and whatever. Mm -hmm. But I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Yes. This and was this was amazing. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to tell us what you think. Yes. Um, when we post about it on Instagram, please comment your questions. Your thoughts, your opinions. Yes. What did you think? Did you agree about all of the anything? Anything. Like, do you think Rune is a descendant of Resand? Do you think mm -hmm. Cormac yielded? If you read Thorn of Glass and know what that is, um, just anything. We yeah. Would, if you we, disagree, we don't care. We want to know. Yes. Like just because maybe us. you know. Oh, is the Viper Queen Ooh. a Vlag? Come on, someone has to help me out here. Someone, <laughs> please just comment on um the post that we make about this episode. Um, and just let us know because we will definitely get back to you. If we don't get back to you, we will let you know. We will put it on our next episode. Yes. We will talk about mm -hmm. it briefly. Um, so, yeah, just let us know. Yes. Just let Thanks. us know what you think. Um, I'm excited to hear what other people have to say about it and their opinions. Yeah. So, please don't hesitate to reach out, DM us, or comment in our Instagram your thoughts. Opinions. We want to know. And if you have recommendations on books that you want us to read that you think we would like or that you think we could break down and mm -hmm. talk about, just please let us know. Or is there an upcoming author you're really in love with and you want yes. us to give them a shout out and read one of their stories? Reach out. Authors love too. Like, yes. if you want us to read your book and talk about it, we we'll go for it. To. Why not? I think our next episode is going to be highlighting some of our authors that we've read so far that we're yes. super excited to talk about. And there's a couple. Yes. I, Jenny's been I'm already, I'm like cheesy because I already know who I'm going to talk about my next episode. Yes. There's some mm -hmm. great authors that we've read so far that yes. we're super excited about. Mm -hmm. um, also, if you have any wine recommendations, non-alcoholic or even mocktails you want us to try, that doesn't taste like chicken water. <laughs> Put that in the comments too. Sorry. Pray. 
the brands. Right, right. Out. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, just let us know. Comment, DM. Um, we're super excited that you're here with us. We're super excited to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And if you've heard this far into our podcast, <laughs> good for you because we just really this is sh- a long one. And yeah, I'm sorry. we just been shooting the shit and talking about this book, and you know we're excited about it. We're hoping you're excited about it. So, um, thanks for all the love and listening. Yes. Bye. <laughs>